welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone else all over the world. And let us make an extra effort every day of our lives to bring those higher qualities into expression, always radiating and representing the love and light of our mighty I Am Presence. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this, one of you says, I follow Paul, another, I follow Apollos, another, I follow Cephas, still another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so no one can say that you were baptized in my name. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, The intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. 1 Corinthians 1 10-25 We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived the things God has prepared for those who love him, these are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. 
The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments, for, who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2 6-16 Isis Unveiled, Chapter 14 So far as human intellect can go in the ideal interpretation of the spiritual universe, its laws and powers, the last word was pronounced ages since, and, if the ideas of Plato can be simplified for the sake of easier comprehension, the spirit of their substance can neither be altered, nor removed without material damage to the truth. Let human brains submit themselves to torture for thousands of years to come, let theology perplex faith and mime it with the enforcing of incomprehensible dogmas in metaphysics, and science strengthen skepticism, by pulling down the tottering remains of spiritual intuition in mankind, with her demonstrations of its fallibility, eternal truth can never be destroyed. We find its last possible expression in our human language in the Persian Logos, the hungover, or the living manifested Word of God. The Zoroastrian Enoch Verahi is identical with the Jewish I Am, and the great spirit of the poor, untutored Indian, is the manifested Brahma of the Hindu philosopher. One of the latter, Charaka, a Hindu physician, who is said to have lived 5,000 years BC, in his treatise on the origin of things, called USA, thus beautifully expresses himself, our earth is, like all the luminous bodies that surround us, one of the atoms of the immense whole of which we show a slight conception by terming it, the infinite. There is but one light, and there is but one darkness, says a Siamese proverb. Demon S. Deus in verses, the devil is the shadow of God, states the universal Kabbalistic axiom. Could light exist but for primeval darkness? And did not the brilliant, sunny universe first stretch its infant arms from the swaddling bands of dark and dreary chaos? If the Christian fullness of him that filleth all in all is a revelation, then we must admit that, if there is a devil, he must be included in this fullness, and be a part of that which filleth all in all. H. P. Blavatsky From time immemorial the justification of the deity, and his separation from the existing evil was attempted, and the object was reached by the old oriental philosophy in the foundation of the theodike but their metaphysical views on the fallen spirit, have never been disfigured by the creation of an anthropomorphic personality of the devil as was done subsequently by the leading lights of Christian theology. A personal fiend, who opposes the deity, and impedes progress on its way to perfection, is to be sought only on earth amid humanity, not in heaven. Thus, is it that all the religious monuments of old, in whatever land or under whatever climate, are the expression of the same identical thoughts, the key to which is in the esoteric doctrine? It would be vain, without studying the latter, to seek to unriddle the mysteries enshrouded for centuries in the temples and ruins of Egypt and Assyria, or those of Central America, British Columbia, and the Nagkhan Wood of Cambodia. If each of these was built by a different nation, and neither nation had had intercourse with the others for ages, it is also certain that all were planned and built under the direct supervision of the priests. And the clergy of every nation, though practicing rites and ceremonies which may have differed externally, had evidently been initiated into the same traditional mysteries which were taught all over the world. In order to institute a better comparison between the specimens of prehistoric architecture to be found at the most opposite points of the globe, we have but to point to the grandiose Hindu ruins of Ellora in the Deccan, 
the Mexican Chichen Itza in Yucatan, and the still grander ruins of Copan in Guatemala. They present such features of resemblance that it seems impossible to escape the conviction that they were built by peoples moved by the same religious ideas, and that had reached an equal level of highest civilization in arts and sciences. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 Beloved of our hearts, I trust I may bring to you tonight something of the inner explanation of what our service to each one of your life streams means, how we bring it about, how you can have more of its power in outer use, and how you can use it to help all that you contact everywhere you go. Our life streams have placed a flame of our love in your foreheads. Therefore, the sevenfold flame of the seven mighty Elohim is definitely for your use and is definitely located within the physical structure of your flesh bodies. It is my whole protection around your own life stream, our own heart's flame, and also gives to you our protecting love to enfold whatever your presence wants to do through you in the protection that gives you our victory, the victory of your mighty I am presence, the victory of the great central sun, the victory of the ascended master's octave. So, when you feel sometimes that conditions in the physical world seem overwhelming to you, don't let that come in and cause a depression within you or cause you to be worried or get under an emotional strain or under a nervous tension or under any activity of fear, if you can possibly avoid it. The reason I ask this is because if the moment you are aware of mistakes or problems, or something that is of destruction in the outer world trying to interfere with what you wish to accomplish, don't stop and argue with it. Don't stop and argue with yourself. The moment you are aware of any feeling of opposition or discord or strain or struggle, stop just a moment, and pouring the love from your own heart flame to your beloved I am presence, and as you do that, feel that your heart flame, as it expands, becomes one with the sevenfold flame of the seven mighty Elohim in your forehead, and then reaches up to make the call to your presence. As soon as you do that, then call for the Herculean blazing sacred fire of our Elohim love into yourselves first, to give you peace and make you feel our control of the physical conditions, because our flash of flame can control things in an instant that you on the physical side cannot control. Therefore, when discord needs to be consumed or repelled from conditions in which you are either active, or you wish to bring forth something constructive, don't wait and give the sinister force a chance to come in and strike fear or doubt, or any activity of the human outer world feeling that is everywhere in the rest of mankind. Beloved Elohim Hercules If you will learn to handle every feeling of which you are aware, the moment any discord comes within you, don't wait and go on and struggle under it, when in one or two calls to your beloved mighty I am presence, and as you make the call to us, whenever you say, beloved mighty I am presence, at the same time feel the unfed flame in your heart expand and reach up to the sevenfold flame of the seven mighty Elohim, and again reach up and enfold your presence. As that becomes a habit of the expansion of your own heart's flame joined with ours to reach up to your mighty I am presence in your call, then call for whatever Elohim sacred fire love we know handles the situation, changes the feeling within you, consumes what is wrong, repels what is wrong, keeps your attention on our mastery and our release of the sacred fire of our love, our sacred fire love into the condition, that harmonizes the atmosphere about you. Then your mighty I am presence can direct you more clearly. You will receive the direction without mistakes or distortion, 
and at the same time our sacred fire love will hold around you the peace and the harmony and protection that you need in order to be steady, and receive from your presence whatever will fulfill the divine plan, and whatever power it wishes to release through you to handle conditions in the outer world that are sometimes very disturbing, sometimes quite disastrous, and sometimes only impose upon you more and more problems. This will do a great deal to help you handle conditions easily in the outer world, and as you can use it more and more, it will prevent mistakes and prevent those problems coming into you or your world, because the more you can think about the unfed flame in your heart and feel it expand and become one with the sevenfold flame in the forehead, and again expand and carry your love to your mighty I am presence in your call, then when you ask for my Herculean love, my sacred fire Herculean love to blaze into you its peace and my Herculean feeling of mastery, Fear and doubt and selfishness that are the suggestions in the outer world will not be able to qualify your energy within yourself. Therefore, it will stay at a distance, and either be repelled or consumed. Then when you ask for my heart's flame to charge into a condition whatever I know consumes it, you'll give me an opportunity to release more power around you. And every time I do that, more of my heart flame will come within you and become one with your own heart's flame. As it expands to fill the outer self, we will hold you at peace in the midst of outer world conditions, if you will only let our sacred fire love come in, fill you with our mastery. Every wave of love we send is master over everything within you and through you and around you, if you will let it come through. But you must ask for it, and you must call and release into yourselves first, our sacred fire love, because you love to. Beloved Elohim Hercules